Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hello, everyone. I'm Mario Flaria. Welcome back to Mmm, a food podcast, a place you can come to hear all about the great things happening on the local food scene, all the wonderful restaurants, the local companies and shops making great products, the fun community events that serve great local food. And one of my favorites next to bacon is cheese. Mm, joining me now is Adrian DeConte of Edgewood Cheese Shop. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having me, Mario. So tell me about Edgewood Cheese Shop, where you are, how long you've been around, how you got started. Yeah. We're in Cranston on Broad Street, right in the Edgewood section. And we have been around now seven years. Um, feels like a blink of an eye. But we specialize in both local and imported cheeses and everything that goes with that. So we have a wide range of charcuterie. We have accompaniments for cheese. We do small cheese boards to go, as well as larger catering size platters. So we do a little bit of it all. Um, and we really like to rotate our selection with the seasons. So we get new cheeses in every single week. So every time you come, there'll be new things to try. And we really encourage people. There's such a wide range of cheese. No one's expected to be an expert in it all. Um, so we find the best way to find out what you really like is to come in and try some things. Yeah, so interesting you told me before we started this was your background as in uh, data analyst. <laughs> so how did you become a cheese expert? You know, um, we were cheese fans a lot longer than we were um, owners of a cheese shop. So, I mean, this has been a part of my life from when I was very little. I've always loved cheese, loved different things about it. Um, and it's funny, I find in the industry, a lot of people have come from a lot of different places. Um, and there's always something to learn. And that's why I tell people when we're teaching classes or doing things, like you can never know it all. There's new cheeses being invented all the time. There's new things to taste. So that's kind of what I love about it is there's so much to learn, so much to taste. And we're a place of fun. I always tell people when they walk in, it's like getting to be a kid in a candy store all over again, but as an adult, um, and who wouldn't want to be a part of that? Yeah, my kind of candy store is definitely a cheese shop. <laughs> um, there are so many more types of cheeses out there than people probably even imagine, huh? Right, there definitely are. Um, so we try to, you know, a, ask people what they like so we can get a feel for their styles and what sorts of things we think might interest them, but also encourage them to sample and broaden their horizons. Um, you know, some people come with definite things like I don't like goat or I don't like blue. And so we try to find cheeses that maybe show them they do like those things. And maybe it's the styles or, you know, the generic commodity produced cheeses they've been eating and they think they don't like certain things. Um, but we try to encourage them to expand and find things they do like. And I can't tell you the amount of people who've come in saying, I don't like one thing and leave saying, I had no idea this is my new favorite cheese. Yeah, exactly. Expand your palate. Mm. Sometimes too, it's the texture of the cheese. I know people, I've heard people say, oh, I don't like that texture of it, either too hard or too soft. Is that something that people also talk about? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's fun. We all taste things differently. Um, we have different taste receptors. So things literally do taste different to us depending on who we are. Um, 
So I always, that's why I always want people to go home happy. So that's another reason we encourage you to sample and, and to listen to your monger. We might have some great ideas for you that you wouldn't think of um, and to give it a try. Yeah, I know you said you um, like to be seasonal and you change things up, have new things, but are there certain types or kinds that are staples that you pretty much have all the time? Yeah, they're definitely, like we always have like a bunch of crowd favorites. We'll always have a number of different cheddars. You know, people think sometimes of cheddar as being boring and we don't think it's boring at all. There's like a wide range of cheddars um, and it's a really popular category and people kind of understand it and know it. And then we'll always have multiple categories. We'll have multiple different kinds of milks. We'll always have some blue cheeses, some bloomy cheeses, some harder cheeses. Uh, but within that, we'll kind of vary it up and have something different to explore and find. Yeah. So I always like when I go to the market, I always see something that says um, goat cheese, cow, um, sheep, you know. So there are, depending on which animal it's coming from, there are different Type, they taste different and are different. Yeah, so I mean, you can make cheese out of anything. Um, actually, the ricotta that we'd had earlier, that was buffalo milk. And people often think of like goat's milk as only being a fresh milk cheese, but you can age that. You can make, we have a goat's milk cheddar, I have a goat's milk brie. You can take that milk and make it into anything. And it will have different flavors and different tastes and different texture. Um, sheep's milk as well. A lot of people think of it as just manchego, but I've brought you one of the cheeses here is a fresh sheep's milk cheese, and people don't often think of that. So we really like to um, to get things that kind of explore a lot of different things. But yeah, we'll always have on our signs where the cheese is from, what kind of milk it is, um, a little description about it, and cheese tells a story. So it's not just the flavors, but it's really the history behind it, um, especially in this country. You know. 30, 40 years ago, American cheeses were not well known. It was just really thought of as like kind of factory commodity cheese. Um, and we've had a lot of growth in the cheese world in the past decade, two decades um, of really great cheesemakers coming to the forefront. Um, and it's been a way for people to save family farms as well, because milk is a highly regulated depending on what state you're in. You, there's certain rules about what you can sell it for. So a lot of these farmers that had um, the farms had gone through the family generation after generation. They got to a point where they're like, can we even survive anymore? So cheese making has been a great way for them to take their milk and make it something special and to have something they can bring to farmers markets, sell to cheese shops um, and really make a name for themselves. So we're really happy in being a part of that whole process as well. Yeah, I think sometimes when I think of like good fancy cheeses, I always think of like France or Italy overseas, but uh, that's not the case anymore. Huh? No, the American cheesemakers have been winning awards, um, really making a name for themselves. And I would argue that the stuff being produced in this country rivals anything produced anywhere else in the world. Made in America. <laughs> we love it. Now, you mentioned classes. Do you have classes that you do? Yes. Yeah, so my next two upcoming classes, I am doing a beer and cheese pairing um, with our friends at Buttonwoods Brewery, and that's in Cranston. And then we're going to do a cheese and cocktail pairing and that is going to be at Rhode Island Spirits in Pawtucket. Um, those are going to be really fun nights. We're also open to doing our Cheese 101 class we have. If you have a group of 10 or more, give us a call, shoot us an email. We'd love to set something up. We'll come to your house and do a little tasting for you. 
Very nice. So you kind of travel around and do it either at different locations or you'll come to someone's house. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a fun, I think people are really looking for kind of that connection again to be able to do things in smaller, large groups. Um, and food, I think, is always a fun night. And it's a great it's a great date night it's a great night out with friends and you learn something everyone who leaves one of our tastings said wow you know i learned a lot tonight i say just enough to make you dangerous <laughs> exactly well it's great when you can learn something and enjoy the delicious food as well and in terms of um you i know you do a wide range of services um you can either cater to a larger party or a smaller event or how is any size too big or too small? No, like we'll work with you. So, you know, we have some people who come who get very small pieces because they're saying, we're just going to create something. It's just the two of us. I just want to taste. We're cut to order cheese shop. We'll cut as little as you need. Um, we do cheese plates to go that are just for one person all the way up to, you know, I have a huge event. I have hundreds of people. I don't know how much I need and we'll work with you and help you find something um, that meets both the taste and your budget and help you figure out kind of what you need for your event. Great. You are there to guide everyone through their cheese extravaganza. Absolutely. All right. So you brought in some samples, which is, of course, my favorite part of doing <laughs> this. Um, yes. So tell us what you have here. Okay. So this first one is strawberry preserves mm. it is a fresh sheep's milk cheese with strawberry jam and i think it's like eating a smoothie it's that rich and sweet um the next cheese over here is called aries so a great cheese maker this one is actually a teenage cheese maker her parents were great cheese makers um, and when she got into high school she developed her own line which was focused on things she sees as like kind of holes in the industry. So this is a sheep's milk Alpine style, which there aren't a lot of. Alpine's kind of like Gruyere's and Swiss, things like that. Um, she entered a lot of contests, blind tastings. They don't know who she is or who made it. She came in third place in the whole country. Wow. This next one is a crazy one, but I love it. It is Soto Cineri Artaltufo, and it is a semi-soft cow's milk cheese with bits of black truffle, but then the rind is really exciting. On the rind, it's rubbed with ash and spices. So it's got some cinnamon, licorice, nutmeg, a little more truffle oil, um, and that one's really surprising. Then we have the Beamster XO, which is a 26-month age Gouda. I think people often think they know Gouda because the softer, younger Gouda is quite well known. Mm -hmm. um, but aged Gouda really gets a completely different flavor profile. You're going to get notes of butterscotch, whiskey, pecans all going on. It's kind of like a flavor explosion. And then the last one, another thing I think of that kind of upends people's expectations is the marinated feta. So we often think of, you know, traditional Greek feta, which is a little dry, crumbly. This feta is super smooth. It's been marinated in olive oil, garlic, peppercorns, and it is luscious. And people come into our shop just specifically for that. Um, I say buy a baguette, spread some on, there you go. You're all set to go. Um, and that is a lot of people who say, I don't like feta. I don't, it's not what I'm into. I say, well, give this one a try and we'll see if we can change your mind. Yeah, I actually hear a lot of people say they don't like, like we get a Greek salad. I have the Greek salad without the feta because they don't <laughs> like it, but this looks totally different. So I'm gonna try, this is the strawberry one. Yes. And this is a new cheese um, by Bellwether Farms. We have carried their aged cheeses before, but this one is a fresh sheep's milk. Mm. Oh my God. It's like a smoothie, huh? Right? I, I love it. We just got it in, and um, it's become a quick favorite. Mm. 
like melts in your mouth. This is the one that the teenager created? Yes, Avery Jones. Um, she does a whole line of different zodiac signs, and this one is the Aries. Mm. Oh, it's got a nice little bite to it. I love it. What is it again? What kind is it? Yeah, so it's an aged sheep's milk cheese. Mm. Um, she does it in an alpine style. Mm. Oh, my gosh, so good. And this is the, see, I'm used to the Gouda, like you said, that. Like right, softer. a soft Gouda. So this one's aged 26 months. It gets a lot of crystallization going on. Um, also, I really find a heavy butterscotch note to it, and it really surprises you. It's not that they're adding things in. It's that they're taking and aging the cheese and letting it develop into something completely different. Mm, let's try that. Mm. Oh, my gosh. It's just so, so good. And then... I'm going to try the feta. Is that yep. right there? Mm. And that one comes in a little jar. And you can even, you know, you take the feta out and save the olive oil and use it in your cooking. Mm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is so good. Because it's got that feta flavor, but it's not like that dry, crumbly type. Right. From being in all that olive oil and garlic and spices it really takes on a different flavor and it's got such a smooth creamy texture I, I find it addictive I sit down to have a little bit and I can't have just a little bit <laughs> mm. oh please I can't stop they talk about you know eating chips you can't have just one having cheese and um, bread I can't have just one so where do you where do you find your cheeses you it sounds like you go all over the place right yeah so we work with everyone large and small so some of our small producers make only a handful of things. We work with them directly. We work with local cheesemakers, local farms. Um, and then to branch out, we work with importers who have connections all over the world um, to bring us really specialty stuff that we can get brought to our shop and, and selected for customers. And we really do think of it um, as kind of getting to be curators of this like whole art line. Um, and it's funny, you mentioned something about not being able to eat just one chip because I brought something extra as a special surprise. These are a line of chips that we carry in our shop and they are black truffle potato chips from Spain. And so these, I brought the bag so that we can open it and have, you can smell the truffle as soon as you open. Mm. And these line come in all sorts of interesting flavors. There's a ham potato chip. There's an aged cheese potato chip. And we have a lot of different um, flavors and things that are interesting. So gourmet potato chips are something people might not often think of. Um, but we try to have lots of kind of specialty things you can find in our shop in addition to the wider range of cheeses. So. I like to say it's like a little discovery too when you come in and shop and you can find special things like this that you might not be able to find anywhere else. Do you make your own cheese at all? <laughs> I have made cheese um, and it's a fun experience, but I really, I leave it to the experts. <laughs> My cheese is fine, <laughs> but it's not great. <laughs> and tell us again how folks can find you. Yep, so we're at Edgewood Cheese Shop, 1828 Broad Street in Cranston, or you can find us online at edgewoodcheeseshop.com. Adrian, thank you so much. Edwidge, Edgewood Cheese Shop. They will make you go, mmm.